yeah, it didn't have that small town vibe mm-hmm. to me. And I, I noticed just, and I'm again, I'm gonna clarify, I, I'm a fan of diversity, not 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 against diversity. <laughs> I'm not racist, but. Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 25. This episode will discuss Hocus Pocus 2 as start kicking off, starting... Jesus. Get my shit. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, this whole month we'll be talking about Halloween movies. Other than episodes when we talk about House of the Dragon. It's October. That's Halloween right. movies galore. That's what we'll be Let's talking about. Let's get in the about. mood. Yes. I like it. Set, set it. The falls... Leaves are changing. That's right. Shit's getting colder. Yeah. Mood's changing. I'm in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Sweater weather. It is sweater weather. Got all these white bitches drinking pumpkin pumpkin spice lattes and wearing their Uggs. Hey, I love just like me. like in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some pumpkin spice lattes, though. <laughs> you know it. Uh, but yeah, this episode we'll be discussing Hocus Pocus 2, kicking off our Oktoberfest. Plus, we'll discuss the new Black Panther trailer, Wakanda Forever. And talk about the exciting news that was announced last week regarding the Deadpool 3 announcement. But first, don't forget to visit our website, acastwithnoname.com, where you can comment on episodes and write to write in to our email with any questions or requests you may have at acastwithnoname.com. But first... Well, kind of forever. Yeah, the trailer dropped, I think, this morning. Uh-huh, the newer I, one. I was hard at work. Yeah. And it scrolled across my feed. Work done? On, I was getting work done. Sure. And uh, I saw that it was released one hour ago. At, yeah. It was in the morning. And yeah. um, easing into the work day. And I was yeah. like, well, that's a good way to ease into right. it. Right. You don't start working until like 9 anyway. I, 9.30. I, I, I try and office space it a little bit yeah. to where any given solid week, I do a solid 10, 15 minutes of actual work. Right, right, right. So, you space out for an hour. A little bit. I just yeah. kind of stare at the wall, and mm-hmm. I call it meditating. Other people call it sleeping. But right, right. Yeah, tomato, tomato. It looks like you're working. It does. Yeah. I, I, I brush the keystrokes a little bit, right. so that way the IT team thinks I'm using my computer. Yeah. It's all good. Right. You put your stand-up desk on, so you're standing there, mm-hmm. looking important, Yep. getting stuff done. Yep. Yeah. I hear you. Well, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was a good trailer. Yeah, I thought so too. I, I enjoy good trailers, and yep. I think that was a good one. Um, I again, I haven't seen the first Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it before I watch Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Um, but I thought, uh, I thought it looked good. I I thought the tone felt solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked like an interesting film. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you like it before I get into? Sure, um, I don't. I don't know who the villain is. I, you know, I love a good villain. A movie really, uh, re- the success of it, if I like it, real like really well, is if the villain's really good. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, the first one, I, the villain was okay. I hope this new villain is. I don't even know what the name of the villain is. It's like, uh, is it Namor? I think so. Okay, is that what it is? So yeah, the king, king of Atlantis. I had no idea. Oh wait, no, is that? Is that uh, Aquaman? Aquaman? I have no idea. Okay. I think that's Aquaman. Okay. The, the same character. Doesn't matter. DC, Marvel, whatever. It's the same thing. Um, I think he's supposed to be the villain. I don't know. But yeah. obviously it's going to be one of those things that's going to be a misunderstood. Anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're going to probably team up for some random. Right. 
evil that's been lurking in right. the story. So that would be my guess. That's probably what's going to happen. Because Namor, Namor is a, a hero. So right. I think right. Know, I'm I, sure. I'm sure something unjustified happened to his yeah. people yep. that he's fighting for. So um, I thought he reminded me of Cupid a lot with the, <laughs> the fl- like fucking Cupid <laughs> that- Hermes. <laughs> You know, the God of yeah, love. They, that took me out of it a little bit. It's yeah, like yeah. you had this very serious, yeah. melancholy tone throughout the whole trailer. And then you see this guy fluttering with the tiniest little ankle wings. <laughs> and it it took me off guard. I Again, I'm sure he, maybe he travels that way yeah. in the comic books. But so, some things don't translate well to screen. Um, yeah. I thought the guy who played him. And the bits where he was acting, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just that that floating ankle wings. Yeah, takes you off guard a little bit. Yeah. I wasn't sure. But I'm a little I'm a little uh concerned because just again the special effects nowadays, they're just not special anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. So I hope the story's good. That can take me out of just looking at special effects the whole time. Yeah. Um, because it's like nothing's really that's why I'm kinda worried about Avatar. I don't I hope the story is good because I don't know how much more technically advanced you can get nowadays to make it seem special. Yeah, I hope, obviously, I hope the story is good as well. Sure, yeah. And usually I would say James Cameron provides a solid story. He's he's a good storyteller. Yeah, he is, he is. Um, but I'm hesitant because the first Avatar didn't really have that good of a story. It wasn't groundbreaking. No. no, and it was a paint by numbers kind of story. Uh, I mean, obvious uh, comparisons to Fern Gully and mm-hmm. Dances with Wolves and yeah, those kinds of stories. Um, so yeah, I'm hesitant to say, oh, the story's going to be good, but I'm hoping mm-hmm. it'll be good, considering it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back to where I he said it was technological reasons, but hopefully it's because. He, he was working out he, the story. He, he needed to get the story right. Because um, the first one, it didn't really matter if the story was just mediocre because, I mean, it was, yeah, a, it was a an visual, amazing experience in mm-hmm. 3D. It was crazy. So one of those things that you remember. Yeah, but I agree. I think uh, Marvel needs to really co- double down, concentrate on story, yes. and get that right because um, doing gimmicks like the Spider-Man Far From Home and just random over-the-top special effects is not gonna it's not gonna cut it no um, not anymore. in the long term and with everything being super saturated with the disney series and just the storylines getting so convoluted that mm-hmm. you don't know what's up and what's down yeah and a lot of a lot of people are starting to murmur in the background as far as phase four like what the fuck oh like, yeah where are we going like let's let's get to the point kind of a thing i'm sure kevin feige is getting some is in some meetings that he's not really uh, happy to be at. Yeah. <laughs> his board of directors is up his ass for sure. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he has it all figured out. Yeah. Not just but you were talking. Time. You were talking about gimmicks, mm-hmm. which leads me to the next thing, Deadpool three. Yes. Do you think that was a hard reach of, hey, Phase Four is not doing too well. Uh, what's Hugh Jackman doing? Or do you think they actually have a story and it's going to be good and? <sighs> There is. I saw an article. Someone had stated that Ryan Reynolds made a tweet. I think in 2019, mm-hmm. maybe it was a while ago. It was before because he made a tweet, and it could have been Ryan Reynolds just being Ryan Reynolds. 
but he had stated that um, Deadpool 3 was going to be a road trip movie with Logan. And he said before Fox was bought out by Disney, Deadpool 3 was going to be a road trip movie with Logan. And the article also stated that the writer that Ryan Reynolds referenced in the tweet is the same writer that's credited for this film. So maybe they used that story. Um, and I'm hoping that they had a story that supported it. And, it, and it's not just a gimmick to where, well, let's bring Wolverine back and that'll get ass and Right, seats. and we'll figure out the story in a year when we start shooting. Yeah. Um, I And I also hope, I want to give Hugh Jackman credit to where I don't feel like he would come back and do something like that with a disservice. I mean, again, money is money. Yeah. But uh, you can get people to do anything. I don't, I, I hope he was very proud. I feel like of that send off uh, just from interviews that amazing. he did amazing send off. And that's, that's the only kind of reservation I have with this to where that was a good way to say goodbye to that character. Oh yeah. Them bringing them back gimmick aside. I hope, hope they do it in a way that doesn't ruin Logan or undermine that film or something like that. Uh, I mean, the second announcement they did, they said it's going to take place before Logan. Okay. Um, which may or kind of retconning it a little bit. Yeah. May or may not be true. Maybe it's like an adventure that happened, but Deadpool also has a time machine. Yeah. Well, it is the multiverse too. So they have that in the multiverse. But I mean, I'm just, I have reservations because I love Logan. That mm-hmm. that was my favorite movie that year. I was shocked about how good that was. Yeah. Even after, because after, because, uh, um, guy who directed that? What's his name? John Madden? Not John Madden. Damn, James something. Yeah. Uh, James Ferrari. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. James. Ah. Uh, God. I'm gonna look it up. We're movie experts. I know. Well, I know. I he did uh, walk the line. Uh, uh, James Pride Mangold. and Glory. James Mangold. Thank you, Jesus. He did that stupid Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz movie, whatever that was called. Night and Day. I didn't like it. Oh, I like that. Ugh, oh, no. <laughs> you don't like that? How? No, that was so good. <laughs> no, it's <was> just fun. <laughs> no, um, but because he, he did the Wolverine, and I the Wolverine was okay. It wasn't anything special, and he just. One um, not only one upped it, it was just one of the best superhero movies ever made, mm-hmm. easily. And so, you're speaking of Logan, Logan, yes, yeah. the Wolverine. No, no, no. The Wolverine yeah. was kind of just a pedestrian, mm-hmm. typical shit that you're used to, and then just Logan is. I, I mean, the Dark Knight's up there. Um, Logan is definitely up there. I, I, I would have to like fight it out, which is my favorite superhero movie mm-hmm. ever made. Logan's up there, so yeah. I hope, I pray. They do it justice, and yeah. it's at least entertaining and funny and exciting and all that good stuff. And the other thing, Ryan Reynolds is pretty conscientious about what he does, at mm-hmm. least his marketing side of him. So yeah. I think, I, I feel like those two and the writers and Kevin Feige and like everybody involved, I don't think that they would want to spoil Logan mm-hmm. or undermine it, at least I hope. Money rules all. And it does. I'm, the cynical side of me is like, no, they don't fucking care. They just want millions of dollars, which right. I get it. But right. um, I think the artist side of them, I feel like I hope it's something special. Um, yep. And it could just be like a one-off multiverse thing. Could be. 
but they had to do something because mm-hmm. it's not going very well. I'm I do have get the one. Fans excited. I have uh, I have one prediction that okay. I think is going to happen. All Wolverine right. is finally going to wear the yellow and black tights or the brown and yellow tights from the eighties. Yeah, that could definitely happen. It's like I, a joke or some, something. Like Deadpool would have handed it to him. He's like, we got to suit up first. And yeah, then yeah. he hands it to him. He's like, I'm not wearing that. He's yeah. like, yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Yeah. No, I'm not. And then the next shot will just be them sitting in a car and him wearing the yeah, fucking... Yeah. He's like, I hate you. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. But... Um, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely see it. Yeah. I mean, you got me. Yep. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. This is great. He's great with marketing. Ryan Reynolds is. He is. Um, He's got a gift. Yep. The man has a gift. So, other thing we wanted to touch on, uh, Bros came out last weekend. Or this past, yeah, this, this past, past weekend. This past weekend, yeah. Um, You're a fan of romantic comedies, right? I am. Mm-hmm. I do love a good rom-com. Yep. The, uh, You're probably more so than I am. Yeah, and I'm, because I asked you if you wanted to review this, um, yeah. I think that was last week or a yeah. week or two ago. Um because we both like Billy Eicher. Eichner. Eichner. Jesus, um, you don't even know his name. I don't know anybody's <laughs> name. I, I just remember faces. Yeah. Um, well, Nick Stoller directed it. I like... Forgetting Sarah Marshall yeah. is one of my favorite mm-hmm. comedies ever. Ever. So, I, I like him. I like Neighbors. I mean, he's a pretty solid writer-director. Yeah. He's, he knows have you ever seen to... Storks? Uh, I have not. That's very good. Yeah? Yeah, it's good. An animated you know, family movie. Andy mm. Samberg's the uh, voice of the head stork. Okay. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. The I'll, I'm sure I'll check it out at some point with the girls. I'm sure the girls would love it. Wanting to watch it. Oh, yeah. The, um, but, yeah, I, I love romantic comedies. Um, they, they've they've been non-existent almost for the past 10 years with yeah. the exception of Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I enjoyed. I thought that was fun. Uh, I liked Always Be My Maybe better. Oh, yeah. uh, that was a Netflix movie. I think that's probably one of the better Netflix comedy movies I think that have come out. Actually, probably period. Just what's her name? Um, Ali Wong. Ali Wong. And um, and it had uh, the guy from uh, <laughs> what's that Jim. movie? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, Asian Jim. He's also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Shit. Um, it's that movie with uh, Seth Rogen. Something and Park. They 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 kill. Kim, he plays Kim Jong Un in the mm-hmm. in the, uh, the interview. The interview, yeah. Um, but I, I like those movies. Those are the only two romantic comedies that have really come out that were have gained any kind of marketing exposure or anything like that. Well, not only romantic comedies. What's the last comedy that came out in theaters that was successful, or even came out? I was trying to. I'm. I think The Lost City that came out this year with Sandra Bullock and Channing yeah. Tatum was pretty good. Um, or, I mean, successful. I I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. Um, but other than that, I can't think of anything. I mean, before. I mean, in twenty twenty one, I don't think anything came out. Yeah, no. it's just been huge. Even in twenty nineteen, I don't even remember like a successful. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of been a desert. Yeah, but anyways, uh, I said that I wanted to watch this because it's the only romantic comedy that's been coming out ever mm-hmm. since always be my maybe or create that was getting the kind of marketing exposure. It was theater. Yeah. Yeah. In theater. And, um, but it did not do well. No weekend, which I think several things can contribute to that. Sure. Um, one of one, 
you touch on it because you touched on it before we yeah. started recording. You don't release it on the same weekend as a horror movie that people are excited about, and don't release it in how during the month of October. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah, unless you went wait till to kill February. It. Yeah, January. Yeah, February. Right. Uh, yeah, January, February. Granted, those are the months where movies go to die, but <laughs> Deadpool, the first yeah. d- Deadpool. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking like Matthew Barry. Um, <laughs> ah, the Deadpool. Um, that was released in February. Yeah. And did really, really well. Sure. Uh, Taken was released in January. Did yeah. really, really well. Granted, Bros is a different... It's not an yeah, yeah. action movie, and it's not a action comedy, but... Point being, you can release movies. And yeah, have and they, they can be successful, especially if it's a romantic comedy. I feel like it would have done better in February. Oh, yeah. Um, I would love to know what... I don't know what studio released Bros, Universal. Universal? Mm-hmm. What the fuck do they have coming out in February that they couldn't release this? I have no idea. Um, but They I had all their attention on Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Dominion. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they cared about, Jay. The, uh, <laughs> now, they're probably just moving up the releases to try and make their nut on... I know. Because Dominion killed. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, so it didn't do too well. Uh, Billy Eichner is taken to Twitter and... Yelling at everybody, I guess. But, yep. Um, <clears throat> I get it. You're passionate. Not the way to get viewers. No. Um, not. Hopefully, it has legs, and the people that watched it say it's good. However, yeah. getting legs in October again, you have Halloween ends, which we'll be talking about. Uh, that comes out in a couple weeks. Yep. Um, Black Adam comes out. Black. Jesus Christ. I mean the. Yeah. I mean. Not that Black Adam is stiff competition, but <clears throat> people are in the mood to watch scary movies. They are. Um, yeah, they want to be scared. So, but uh, well, and another thing, I think romantic comedies are tailored for women. I mean, a majority of, I mean, that's your market. Sure, that's, your, that's yep. who you're. That's, that's your, your market. That's your demographic, right? I mean, I don't think people went, didn't go see it because it was it was uh, two gay guys, two a, dudes. It was two dudes, two bros, right? Uh, a woman can't envision herself. In that sure. scenario, yeah. So that escapism, yep. right? So that just it's like it's like marketing a a comp like a like a I'm thinking of like a like Rocky or just like a, a a macho movie like with Sly Stallone or or Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, you know your audience there. Mm-hmm. Women aren't going to go clamoring to the theaters to go watch shit like that, like Star Wars, like well, <laughs> <laughs> like like having your lead female yeah. just be perfect. Right, and, right. Uh, yeah. Granted, I think little girls like that movie, but yeah. Um, but I think but no, I get what you're saying. It's, you're putting the wrong. I mean, not that you can't have romantic comedies with two male homosexuals. It's more of it's tough because that demographic is usually targeting women. women. Yeah, and um, and the stars themselves. Like I know who Billy Eichner is, mm-hmm. but not a lot of people know who he is, honestly. He has that Billy on the Street show, but other yep. than that, he's not. I mean, he was the voice of Timon in The Lion King. He was in Parks and Rec for right. a little bit. He played Craig. Yep. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The um. I mean, I love Billy Eichner. Yeah, he's funny. He, he's not a huge. Yeah, he's just not huge a huge draw. Crazy name like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like Tom Cruise or Cameron Diaz sure. or, or Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I don't even know who the actor is playing. Who that guy is that's playing? Uh, uh, the love interest. I have no idea who that. Yeah, I've never I, heard of. Never him. heard of him. Um, but I think the whole cast are gay or trans or right. what LGBT. Blah, blah, blah. 
Um, the alphabet. Yeah. The alphabet. The, which is great. The, but yeah, it's, did it miss the target demographic? I mean, who, mm-hmm. like, typically, yeah, women do go see romantic well, comedies, but. So I just. But it, I, I don't know if that's unfair that they can't, because, I mean, how many homosexuals in the past have been going to see romantic comedies and putting themselves in the place of the wo- woman? Or oh, yeah. In the male yeah. or whatever. So, I mean, it, it can happen. And, yeah. Well, I read those tweets that he, he, he said that, uh, you know, people didn't go see it because they're homophobic. Uh, so I, I did some numbers, you know, there's 258 million adults. So there's 258 million people capable I think, I think of seeing I, I think I know where you're going <laughs> this, with this movie, right? Yeah. So I just divided $4.8 million by $9.17, which is the average ticket price. That comes mm-hmm. out to 553,000 people. Okay. Right. 258 million people. I think 7% identify as LGBTQIA+. Plus. Plus. Yep. Right? That is uh, like 23 million people. Mm-hmm. So you take half a million divided by 23 million. It's like 2%. Yeah. So you would think that the, that community would flock to go see this movie, and they didn't. Yeah. So And not that they have to either. So. No, no. I'm not saying that yeah. at all, but you can't. That Like yeah. you just said, you, 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 you can't, can't say you that. You can't lay the blanket statement of, right. yeah, only hope this movie bombed because homophobic people didn't go see it. And it's like, well, I didn't go see it because I didn't have time. Right. I was right. helping my dad with cutting wood and shit with a tree that fell in his yard. Right. And then I was taking care of my kids. Yes. And everything else. Life gets in the Which way. Which goes to show if you market it and release it in February, hey, maybe you take your, your yeah, wife, have a date your night. girlfriend. Hey, you want to go yeah. see bros? Have a date night? Yeah. You'll make time for it. Yep. I mean, so. give me a break. Yeah, and I th- I think it's uh, I I think he probably did that a little tongue in cheek, or mm-hmm. he probably is not even serious about it because right. any press is good, any press is good press. Sure, he's like okay, well <clears throat> uh, this weekend sucked. Maybe I can just like light a fire, or just kind of create mm-hmm. some controversy. However, you have a chance of that backfiring to where. I mean, if people take offense to a tweet, then they got some bigger problems in their life. But yeah, I mean, that's but it, that's it, all Twitter it is. runs the risk of turning people off. But then again, if it turns somebody off, they probably weren't going to see the movie. Anyways. Right, right, yeah. So, but um, but no, I'm still looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I'll probably just have to wait until streaming. Right. Um, but no, I wanted to go to theaters with you and watch it. Yeah, together we could hold hands. We could have. Yeah. But no, nah, yeah. I'm gonna go see Bros with my with my bro. Yeah, <laughs> bro, bro. Yeah. The um. Wait, so, no, it's. It's not about brother-in-laws. <laughs> I went and saw uh, Spanglish with Puff. Oh yeah, how was that? Awkward a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we were watching <clears throat> it, and we had no idea. It, we it was an Adam Sandler movie. We had yeah. no idea it was going to be like a drama, relationship drama, and all this other stuff. And uh, but yeah, we were just sitting there and we're like, this is not the movie we expected to see. Marketing <laughs> yeah. goddess. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to watch Happy Gilmore, damn it. Yeah. However, that did, uh, us watching it, uh, did create the term for us, Furburger. Because right around the same time, we uh, watched Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, uh, But yeah. there's a scene in Spanglish to where he's making himself a sandwich and he makes a fried egg, cuts it in half, and the yolk is running down the burger. and Or he makes a burger puts a fried egg on it, cuts it in half, and we're like, oh my God, that looks really good. Yeah. And then we watched Harold and Kumar. Then uh, Neil Patrick Harris has a line, quick line of like, yeah, I'm craving burgers, fur burgers. So for some reason, we just associated that burger with that. 
and because we were at a breakfast place or something and one of uh one of our friends was like uh jay th- that sandwich that you order what, what do you call that uh you call that what's that called a fur burger and i'm like yeah jimmy Ask the waitress that you want a fur burger. See how well that works out for you. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, that's not what it's called. It's yeah. Just put a fried egg on a fucking hamburger. Yeah, that, that would be awkward. <laughs> Can I please have a fur burger? Yeah. That won't work out well. But yeah, hopefully. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know when it'll come out to streaming. It's universal. So mm-hmm. probably have to be Amazon Couple or HBO or something. Yeah. So. And mar- you need to market it that it's funny. All the marketing was, oh, it's the first gay romantic comedy. Yeah, you have to do something else. Just do the story. Just yeah, market the story. Concentrate on the story. Don't concentrate on an aspect of the story. Right. right. Get them by the humor. Get them by yes. the, the story yes. and the feels. Uh, because if if I as I recall, if I saw anything, yeah, it was marketed as the first theatrically released homosexual uh, romantic, romantic comedy. comedy, and it had some funny bits in it, but. I mean, concentrate on the funny bits and yes. just just lay into people with that. Um, I think I wonder if they could have done clever stuff with the marketing to where it just looks like best friends. Yeah, yeah. And fucking bait and switch people when they get <laughs> yeah. in the theaters. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's worse. Worse in the past. <laughs> Works for Marvel. That's right, Doctor Strange. Yeah. It's not a Doctor Strange movie. It's a Scarlet Witch movie. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm. St- uh, I I hope it gets legs. I hope it does well. I'm sure it will. Um, sure because be I fun. like, I mean, if nothing else, Billy Eichner, I, Billy on street is hilarious. It's great. It's great. Uh, he is like just his character that yeah, yeah. he does for himself. He's got a personality on so him. So good. Um, but yeah, so we will review it. We will watch it. I'm sure we will. Once it's more accessible. Yeah. So. All right. Well. Yeah. To the main event. The main event. Hocus Pocus 2. Came out three days ago. Yep. Disney Plus. Disney Disney Plus movie. Uh, two young women accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters to modern day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child hungry witches from wreaking havoc on the world. Directed by Ann Fletcher, written by Jen D'Angelo, and starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimi. 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 Jesus Christ. God damn it. <laughs> I even I even looked up how do you say that name? Yeah, and I was like, okay, and I was practicing. I was like, Najim, still still didn't get it. Still, Whitney Peak, know how to say that one? There you go. Uh, Belisa Escobedo and Lilia Buckingham, but also Sam Richardson, Tony Hale, and Doug Jones coming back as Billy Butcherson doing Doug Jones things. Yeah. So really quick, let's get some first impressions. Uh, since it's still fairly new, we'll just talk about the movie in general no spoilers and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty so yep uh how'd you like it first impressions yes i came in with low expectations yes i'm happy to report yes those were met good <laughs> so i wasn't disappointed jay <laughs> that's great news so how about you um by your comment i can't tell if you liked it or not but <laughs> <laughs> i i enjoyed it Okay. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Okay. Um, I thought it stood on its own. It it was different enough from the first movie, um, that it didn't feel like it was rehashing the same movie. Um, they did. They had a couple of callbacks, but it wasn't so much to the point of they're just redoing the the first movie, which was good. 
I thought they brought uh, a couple new character, a couple new aspects to the characters for the mm-hmm. three witches. The new characters that they had in, I thought did great. Um, I thought uh, Tony Hale. I well, you Tony. love Tony Hale, don't yeah. you? He, he's, I mean, he's good. As soon as he showed up, I was like, I didn't know Buster was in this. Nah. Uh, Sam Richardson, I thought was great. Um, who, who did he play? He played Gilbert. The, uh, oh, the store the, owner? The, yeah, the store owner. And uh, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimi? Najimi? Najimi. Najimi? Yeah. Najimi? Najimi. Najimi. Naina Najad. Naina Najad. It's not hard to say. Not going to be working anymore. I thought they had a great time making this and it showed yeah yeah um it yeah. didn't feel like they were phoning it in um i thought they had there's a little song number in the middle which is great um overall i enjoyed it i thought it i mean it's not a masterpiece by any means but i, th- I thought it was enjoyable does it have the rewatch ability rewatchability yeah that's a word as the first one I don't know, and I can't answer that because I've seen the first one so many times just because I was that at that age. Yeah, yeah, it's nostalgia for we you. We saw it in school. Yeah. We saw it <clears throat> on TV a lot. We saw it on ABC Family every yeah. October. Yep. Three Christy times. and I watch it every Halloween anyways. Yeah. Um, and because, yeah, so I, I don't know if it has that rewatchability, but I don't even know if the first one really does either. Because I watched it when I was a kid. So yeah. I'm looking at it with rose-colored glasses and through nostalgia. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, that's probably going to be this movie's biggest problem, is a lot of people are going to be expecting to feel like a kid watching this again. And, well, you're probably not. Yeah. No. Um, but I, I, thought it, I thought it worked well. I thought the things they set up in the movie paid off later on. So it wasn't just random stuff in the movie just for comedic sake or anything like that. Every... A lot of the elements they put in there paid off story-wise later on in the movie, which I thought was good. Um, overall, I thought it was solid. I think it's one of the better Disney Plus movies that Disney has put out. Is that a is that a compliment or? It, it's yes. Yeah. So as far <laughs> as the worst movies that have come out, this is one of the better ones. <laughs> okay, but, yeah. but no, I mean I think it's um, I think it's good. I think I think it's a solid movie. It's fun. You can watch it with your family and all that. Okay. I think it's I think it's all right. All right. So I so it, it went, I, it went, I would recommend it. It went above your expectations because you said you came in with low expectations. Yeah, I thought it was going to be dog shit, and yep. um, so I would recommend it. If you're a fan of the first one, watch this one. But it's not going to be you're not going to be transported to when you were ten. No, it, it's just not going to happen. Very no. few things can do that, especially when they're made thirty years after <clears throat> Cobra Kai can do that yeah but they also have five seasons to where they've been Mm -hmm. setting that up and not doing it within two hours right um but i i I recommend it do you recommend it if you've seen the first one yes but then after that no no No. i let me start with the positives i just don't let's just get the spoiler so go, go see it matt says you could probably miss it he hates women starring in movies anyway. You so. could probably miss it, and you'd be just fine if you watched the first one a thousand times over. Yeah, it's not a it's not a must see. Yeah, but it's it's enjoyable if you like the first movie. Yeah. You'll possibly like this one, but right. But don't think it's going to 
blow your mind and everything else. No, no, no. I, I can. I wasn't. Into, <clears throat> we can go into spoilers and yeah, yeah. And I'll touch on how the first Hocus Pocus is not Citizen Kane, anyways. So. It's not Citizen Kane, no. Yeah. And I'm not trying to jump all over Hocus Pocus two and do the easy thing like ah oh, just shit all over it. That's not what I want to do. I mm-hmm. came in with low expectations. Um, it didn't blow me away, so I wasn't disappointed at the end of it or anything. But I have some gripes with it. Yeah. That's more a referendum on just current storytelling that I I don't understand anymore. Okay. But let's go with positives. I thought mm-hmm. Bette Miller jumped right back into it, and she was awesome. Yep. She was great. Um, I didn't. I disagree with you. I didn't think Catherine and Jimmy and Sarah Jessica Parker were that great. Well, they're, they're, they phoned it in more times than often. This is one of my th- um, nitpicks with it. I don't feel like they had a lot to do. Yeah, I think it That's was true. more. They didn't. I th- it was more Winifred's story. Yes, it was. And I, I noticed that watching the movie, I'm like, they're not really doing a whole lot. But mm-hmm. I was like, because it took when all three of them showed up, it was like a good. 30 seconds i think before uh sarah jessica parker sarah's character sp- or spoke right yeah and i was like that's weird and yeah but i mean looking back on it is kind of more Bette miller story but i agree with you i i think but i think it's just because they didn't have a lot to do right well i i have in my notes here that the only the only character that had an arc in this movie was was winifred mm-hmm. it was her movie for the most part yep. um but Bette miller was great I, I was shocked. I mean, she she definitely they looked older, but after a while, I just didn't even notice it anymore. She was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the production design looked great, uh, especially the early settler scenes. I thought that looked really good. Yeah, like uh, just the village they had, the whole setup. You know, the lighting and everything was great in the town. It looked like a nice, you know, production values were yeah, there. Yeah, it was it was good. Yep. Yeah, I thought there were some pretty good lines. I thought the line where uh, he was telling the story. What's his name? The, the, the keeper, the uh, oh, store Gilbert? owner, Gilbert, yep. was telling the story of the black flame candle lit by a virgin, and, mm-hmm. and then the kid goes, what's a virgin? It's, like, it's uh, a person who can't light candles. Yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah. So yeah, they had, they had good lines like that in it that were enjoyable. Um, But negatives, like, I gotta say it, why aren't villains allowed to be villains anymore? See, I think they handled that pretty well, because I thought I they... Disagree. I disagree. When Gilbert said... Uh, why are you trying to bring him back? Like, uh, was it Becca, uh, the main one of the other main characters said, "Why are you trying to bring the Sanderson sisters back? Or why'd you want to bring them back?" Well, because they were misunderstood. They weren't. They're not evil. They were forced to be evil, kind of a thing. And I thought the movie was just going to take that direction, as far as, oh God, they're going to make them into good characters or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they did that, and. Because once they came back and Gilbert was then forced to gather all these different things for the Magicka Maxim, whatever uh, spell, he he was forced to do that or else he was going to die. And I think at that point he realized, oh, okay, I kind of messed up. I mean, they didn't blatantly say that, but um, I thought they were going to... When Gilbert said, oh, they're just misunderstood, and blah, I thought they were going to do that whole thing to where the villain's no longer the villain anymore, but they didn't, um, because they were still going to destroy the town. They were still going to do those things once that spell was uh, completed, and it just, that's, I, I just don't think they went as far as what they other movies have typically done. Hmm. Um, I... 
because they could have made them into more empathetic characters than what they are. Um, but I don't feel like they cross that line because they're enjoyable because they're nasty because they're fish Mm -hmm. out of water and stuff like that. But I don't think they watered them down at all. Um, because they still wanted to kill. They still wanted to destroy the town. They still wanted to do all those things and they still wanted ultimate power. Um, I think the only difference that they did was when Winifred lost her sisters, that's, that was her line to where she cared more about that than getting her power. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if they set that up. I mean, obviously it wasn't set up in the first movie because they didn't know they were going to do a sequel, but, um, but I think it touched on those points um, pretty well throughout because you had a scene where Sarah Sanderson kind of claps back at Bette Midler's character saying, I- I'm not stupid. <clears throat> yeah. I have I have purpose mm-hmm. and kind of standing up to her sister. So you had a little bit of scene like that. Um, so I, I, I don't feel like they made them good. I think you just understood them a little bit better. Hence the opening scene with young Winifred and the young sisters to where that was her. Um, yeah. Her thing. The. But yeah. And but I yeah. can t- I can elaborate more on that stuff uh, as far as that whole book and them getting the book and. Yeah, how that played. But. And I, I don't think they made him good, but they made you have sympathy for him. Which why? I don't under, I knew that's the way they were going to with the opening scene mm-hmm. with Winifred and they're misunderstood and by the way, where are the parents at? There's three 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 girls living in a cabin by themselves. I think they're dead. Is they, that did they did they mention yeah, that? They they made I didn't quick, even pick up on it. Uh I think uh young Winifred said something like, "Oh, the pastor Pritchett betrothed me because my father's gone oh i, I missed it all right um well anyway so, so anyway when that was going on i'm like okay they're setting up something here mm-hmm. where you need to have sympathy for the villain which the first one didn't have that and i miss movies that i i don't want to <clears throat> sympathize with the villain because you did at the end of this movie because oh yeah, don't a don't, little bit d- don't let her she needs to be with her sisters man you're just fucking heartless well it's <laughs> It's stupid. It, they literally <coughs> murder a child in the first movie. No, I get They I know. kill the kid. Yep. Why? And why? Yeah. And they want to kill everyone in the town. Yeah. It's okay for villains to be villains, and right? They, and they still are villains because then you have the whole thing with Billy saying, he's like, no, we weren't lovers. We shared one kiss and she will not shut up about it. Right. It's like, so they had that, like they still had, um, I mean, I think you needed that at some point because the target demographic I feel people in our age group, mm-hmm. that's what they were going to relate to more. So you can't, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't have like a 35 year old adult trying to like, right. take out these witches or right. whatever. It just, it just, be and, weird. I, and, and that's another grab. Mm-hmm. I would have had a different story altogether. Yeah. Yes. Like I wouldn't just shit all over it just to shit all over it. This is how I would make it better kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, that's the main gripe I had with it. Like, I don't want to sympathize. It's okay for villains to be villains. No sympathy. Like, their whole purpose is to come back and strike revenge on Salem, and then you have characters try to figure out how to stop them. End of story. That's the only story you need to have. You don't need to have these stupid anti-hero, misunderstood villain arcs. Yeah, she's not an anti-hero. Disney's been doing that. I mean, with that stupid Cruella movie, like, you ruin one of the best villains of all time, Cruella de Vil, 
by giving her a stupid anti-hero misunderstood backstory. It's like, just let villains be... Like, the next thing's going to be an Ursula, like, live-action prequel. About like Ursula. Dahmer? Yeah, like Dahmer. <laughs> yes. Yes. Put for example. Like, I don't want to sympathize with, with, with villains like this. Mm-hmm. This is why I like the Joker so much. From the Dark Knight, there's no backstory. He's just evil. Mm-hmm. There's no reason, Chaotic no rhyme. Yep. It is what it is. It makes it more oh. compelling. Anyway, that's my main gripe. Yeah, and I and I would say I just I I would probably have to disagree because my feelings toward the Sanderson sisters really didn't change. Okay. Because it's not that I felt. I guess I felt empathetic and empathy, not so much sympathy. Okay. Character, because. Bette Midler losing her sisters, that's the ultimate sacrifice, which that's what happened to the witch that gave her the book in the first place. Because she that's why she took because they oh, where's your coven? And she's like, They're gone. Because she did she probably just did the magic spell because yeah. her eyes were green or whatever, and then Bette Midler's yeah. eyes turned green. So she warned her. And I it wasn't feeling sorry for the character, it was just kind of showing empathy and that I I think is what worked because as an adult, you can look at that and you can kind of relate to it. Yeah, yeah. They don't deserve to come back. They don't deserve to live. And I think they ended it properly to where, no, your sisters aren't coming back to life. You're just joining them mm-hmm. to where you're going away now too. Um, so she ended up getting, yeah, that power, but now she doesn't get to live. So it's kind of like, it's a tragedy from her standpoint, but it didn't make me feel any kind of, oh, poor sisters kind of a thing. It was just more of, I understood how she felt and her sense of loss. And I understand that, but it wasn't so much to where I felt like that they were turned into her anti-hero or we were supposed to feel bad for her. Right. Well, so she would have been okay with it if her sisters were there. She would have destroyed everyone in Salem. Yep. Absolutely. So why why, why give her the reward of joining her sisters in the afterlife and being happy? Because if they didn't, Winifred would still be in Salem, mm. and she would have just demolished everything. So and in the end, she gets she gets what he, she gets what she wants either way. No, she doesn't. She can destroy Salem with the sisters, or she can just not destroy Salem and be with her sisters. She she ended up where she was at the beginning. She gets to just kill kids, Jay. Which <laughs> it, this is America, damn it! If you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, I mean, I don't think she got what she wanted. What she wanted was to come back, be alive, destroy Salem. She got none of those things. Or she also wanted to be all powerful. Mm-hmm. She got none of those things. The only thing she got is what she had in the beginning, which was being with her sisters. Poor Winifred. Yeah, poor Winifred. She deserves <laughs> much worse. But killing kids. I, I can see where you're coming from as far as, yeah, making villains into likable characters. But they were already kind of likable in the first movie, so I kind of just threw uh, that off. I uh, I think they could have done this way worse to where okay. there could have been a god-awful scene mm-hmm. to where something more evil creeps up, and then the Winifred sisters <clears throat> protect everybody. I would have threw up and took a shit on my own floor if that happened. Well, don't want, I don't want you to do that. But No, I will. I, I will do it. I'm serious. <laughs> I would do it. I will make you clean it up. Yeah. But. Uh. Okay, 
the kid actors, I disagree with you. I didn't think they were that great. No, I don't, I don't think they were that great either. You thought Gilbert was good. Sorry. Yeah, Gil, Gilbert, Tony Hale. I, I like. Okay, you I like. Th- I think. You Sam like Richardson, the actual actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the actual re- actors, actors. The real actors in the movie. Um, okay, yeah. Not random people they pull uh, off the lot. The Disney actors? Yeah. Yeah. The kids in the first movie were far and above better actors. It was, it's crazy how much better they are. They, yeah. they seem real in the first one. Like yeah. real. Yep. Like how they react to things and how they converse with each other mm-hmm. and with adults. They seem like real Real people. people. Yeah. Like the the kids in this don't seem like real people. They overreact and they do the Disney acting. And it's a little mm-hmm. it's a little much. I was getting tired of it after a while. The, I I would agree with you on that. Um, I would say that. Yeah, I the the person but, I enjoyed watching most was probably Sam Richardson as Gilbert. He was um, good. I mean, yeah. I thought he was good. But yeah, the kids, eh, I, it was a bland part. They did, in in their defense, they didn't have much to do. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have much to do. Um, I didn't like again. <clears throat> She, there was no story on how she uh, had those magical powers. She just happened to have them. Yeah. Again, it goes to the point they didn't have much to do. They didn't really develop that story mm-hmm. all that much. So let's just have them have powers. They'll develop it in yes. the TV show. That's right. Yeah, they'll do a prequel of it. That's. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't stay to watch the the end credit scenes, like the stingers. I didn't mm-hmm. see it. Did you? I did not. Okay. Well, I thought we you did. watched them. We watched the scenes. Uh, of Bette Midler singing in the recording studio oh, okay. uh, during the closing credits. And then after that ended, we turned it off. Apparently there was two. St- I didn't. I yeah. Didn't see the- there is a, apparently a yeah, post credit scene to where it has the cat, the black cat standing next to the book or something like that. Kind of alluding to where, Oh, maybe there's a third sequel, whether it be mm. a movie or a TV show. That's um, another thing, Jay. <clears throat> they even made the fucking book. Good. The book has a conscious now. The book. Why? Which actually, Why? the book, one of the best acting in this movie. <laughs> in the movie? Yeah, better than the kids, yeah. I mean, considering all the book had was an eyeball, I thought they did a great job yeah, that, that conveying emotion with the single eyeball in yeah, the yeah. book. Um, now, I think they just gave the book an opinion. Because oh the, my book, God. the book so cared dumb. for the Sanderson, or cared for Winifred. And then he, right. So the book is just as evil, right? It's even made out of what? The, the, Fat of a hangman or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, it was like skin of a yeah, dead right. or something. Right, it's an evil book. <clears throat> it's got evil shit in it. But now it's got a heart of gold. Uh, stop it. It doesn't have a heart of gold. It, it betrayed Winifred. It went to the, the nice witch at the end. Um, What was the reason for that? I th- it, Because he didn't, want to, he didn't want Winifred to do the spell. Because he cared about Winifred so much, he didn't want her to lose her. So he knew what the, pro- what oh, the outcome was going to be. Oh, my God. He... Evil people can't have feelings towards each other? No, a book can't. It's a fucking book. It's an evil book. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well. Uh, oh, all the guys in the, in the movie were buffoons, except for Gilbert. Would that girl actually date that dumbass? See, I thought about that, and I... <laughs> I don't know. I I, <laughs> I probably. I don't buy it. <laughs> I do. I don't buy it. Oh, you should have gone to my high school. Well, your high school is um, full of <laughs> just special <dummies>. people. <laughs> um, I thought about. I was like, how could someone be so dumb? But then I thought back to what was it? Uh, Ice 
was Ernie and, oh, Ernie the and other us. kid, those two dumb fucks in yeah. the first movie. I was like, yeah. The they're... girls weren't hanging out with them. True. Right. But... A bunch of fucking dumbass kids <laughs> hanging out with each other. All guys, of course. Um, that would that makes sense to me. Yes. Yeah. He he seemed really stupid. Um, Unbelievably dumb. But Tony Hale, I don't feel like was a buffoon. I felt it was more of he's just kind of like a simple guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's his character. I yeah. mean, that's fine. That's, um, that's his character. I mean, Billy Butcherson too, just kind of like a mm-hmm. Luffy, goofy character. Yeah. The which they brought Doug Jones back for. His yeah, trip. he was good. He's like sixty-one or something. He's like eighty. Yeah. The guy just still does it. But he still looks the same. Like I he know. hasn't aged in like. Well, four he, years. he <laughs> he's got that Sean Connery blood. Yeah, yeah. He's got that uh, Tom Cruise blood. But I thought um, it was nice they brought back Doug Jones. Yeah, that was nice. Um, he him and the Sanderson sisters were the only returning characters. They had a quick yeah little scene to where you had the couple sitting on the couch watching the first the first movie, having Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall. Just yeah. a little quick thing for them yeah yeah dedication um but uh kind of going back on i yeah sam richardson was a standout the writing i thought was pretty good most elements uh interviews paid off later like the roombas yeah that did pay um, off um because when they were trapped in the salt circle, I was like, oh, they're probably going to bewitch someone, and that's going to be a plot hole because it's supposed to block dark magic. Right, right, but right. then the Roombas came. I was like, all right, that, that works. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And they set that up properly, and it paid off. Um, a lot of that, those story beats, I felt, did that. The um, <clears throat> same thing with giving the book to the younger sisters at the very beginning of the movie. They don't explicitly come out and say everything. That's one thing. Another thing I liked about this movie is they they didn't do the the downfall of a lot of current comedies now, which is they over explain the joke. Mm-hmm. And um, not that the book getting giving to the sisters was a joke. It was just more of by the end of the movie. Oh, that's what happened to the first witch. She lost her coven because she did the spell. Same thing happened to yeah. Winifred. Um, they, they had some but, good some good jokes in but it. they set yeah. it up uh, one of my favorite was when they were eating the lotion and all that shit and then they take a selfie with one yeah. of the girls and they use a filter and it makes them look younger yes yeah, yeah. and but they didn't say oh it was the I mean they they referenced like oh the little box lied <laughs> yeah that's yeah. all they said it wasn't like oh a filter made you look young like right right anyone else would have explained that but right. i i felt like those story beats kind of paid off and i felt like they weren't over explaining everything right. which i thought was nice um right and well, i expected that to happen a lot yeah that movie. that didn't happen i'll grant you that I, I i so shout out to jason here i did not notice a lot of social media gags honestly in the movie yeah there wasn't really that many yeah it was just was there the, any uh i don't think there was it was just the uh, selfie i think mm-hmm. it was the only current thing I was with Jason. I for sure thought there'd be like two or three jokes about that. Mm-hmm. But no, didn't happen. Nope. The. Yeah, I haven't. Well, yeah, we already touched on that. I was like, yeah, I thought I thought we were going to turn the witches into heroes, but they didn't. I, I, did, I don't think they did. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. You, you at least had empathy for him. Sure. Like, why? Why? <laughs> These are human. Have some balls. 
they yeah, can't. So, they're women. <laughs> so yeah, I just I just watched. A, I don't. I, I Segway Dahmer, <laughs> Hocus Pocus two to Dahmer. That's the same. That that show was good, but it had the same flaw to me. Like they were trying to humanize Jeffrey Dahmer, mm-hmm. like and explain the reasoning. Oh my god, and he did some of the worst shit in the world. I don't care. Yeah, my parents had watched that, and they were telling like, "Oh yeah, his childhood was messed up." I was like, "No shit, you had to watch right. a miniseries for that." Obviously, yeah. you didn't have an idea. Yeah, granted, there are just some people that are born psychopaths yeah. that come from a good home, mm-hmm. and just something's off. Yeah. And then, but most of the time, something horrible happened to that person to make them into a monster. Yeah. And yeah, I don't need to see that. Yeah. I don't. It's it's a nice little. I get it. I Lovely romp with, with the wife. Yeah. Watched like, together. Oh, he had a rough childhood. Yeah. But he still murdered. Lots of people have rough lots childhoods. Lots of people. Yeah. And ate them and <laughs> raped them. And I'm like, um, yeah, it's lighthearted, Jay. Yeah. Lighthearted entertainment. But, but back to Hocus Pocus 2. Back to Hocus Pocus <laughs> I digress. <Pocus> too. <laughs> <laughs> Worst segue ever. Um, one thing I thought was pretty silly in the movie mm-hmm. was I didn't know that this movie took place on the campus of UCLA. So that took me out of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, not, well, her bicycling into yeah. the schoolyard, I was like, that looks like a college. Yeah. That doesn't look like a high school, a high school in Salem. New England. Massachusetts yeah where it snows like four fucking feet mm-hmm. in July yeah and that took me out a little bit and when they went up on their brooms and you had that massive city I don't know how big Salem is yeah but I feel like they should have picked a because they didn't film I think the first movie was filmed in Salem I think so and yep. here it was filmed in like Providence Rhode Island or whatever I'm assuming a larger city. It didn't have that quaint small town feel that the first movie did. Mm-mm. That's a nitpick of mine to where I feel like they should have picked a setting that kind of matched the original movie because that's one of the aspects I, and it's just a small thing. It's one of the things I liked about the original. I like movies that take place in those small, mm-hmm. smallish kind of towns like the frighteners um, was filmed shot in New Zealand, but it just felt like a, took mm-hmm. place in Maine, but it was shot in New Zealand, and it felt like just a small Maine town. I like those small town movies where something happens because you can easily... Or like Casper. Exactly. Something yeah. like that. Something like Casper. Uh, like that. Um, but that's more of a nitpick of mine. To where yeah. once they were up in the air, I was like, it's a pretty big fucking city. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, how much did it grow in 30 years? Which I'm sure Salem did, but... Mm. Not to that extent, it felt like because no. it felt like Salem in the first movie, because the setting is kind of a character. Yeah, um, it felt like that was like a five street town, maybe. Yeah, and uh, or any other kind of typical small midwestern town, just like you have that one main street, couple of side roads, but that's about it. Right. So I felt like the setting was a little too large. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it didn't have that small town vibe mm-hmm. to me, and I I noticed just, and I'm again I'm gonna clarify I, I'm a fan of diversity, not 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 against diversity. <laughs> I'm not racist, but but. <laughs> <laughs> but I was starting to notice things because I wasn't that into the story at the time, so mm-hmm. I was just looking around, and so I used to live in Connecticut. I've been to Massachusetts a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been to small towns in Massachusetts. It's nothing but white people. Just jam-packed with white people. Why don't you let Hispanic and... I don't know. 
black people in Connecticut. Listen, did you guys have meetings about that? Yes. And just yes, but I just it's like so diverse, which is fine, but it's not Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, <laughs> you have drag queens, a transgender uh, a patron or whatever. You have the gay couple watching a movie. X, Y, this, everybody's represented, mm-hmm. which is fine, but it's not Salem, Massachusetts, which is another gripe of mine. Just have it take place in a different location. Or, God forbid, just use your imagination to make up a place. Something. You can't do that with a sequel, though, because the first well, one took place in Salem. Which is, so. this goes back to my other point. This is what I would have done to make, make it better. Okay. Right? Yeah. Don't You don't need a backstory for the Sanderson sisters, right? We understood their motivations at the end of the first movie. I understand their backstory. They're child murderers, Jay. Yep. <laughs> Lighthearted child murderers. <laughs> they're they're the fun but, child murderers. But like Cobra Kai or Top Gun, have Max and Danny mm-hmm. in the movie, have them have kids, and somehow, some way, come on, come on, stay with me here. Somehow, some way, they find out about Max and Danny's story. I'm sure there was newspaper clippings, or you can search the internet, you could Google whatever the case may be, about the events that happen in Salem, Massachusetts. Maybe they live in Oregon or California or pick a place where they don't live in Salem anymore. And then their kids dig up, like, what happened to them. And I don't know. I don't know how they come to the point of resurrecting the Sanderson sisters, but they resurrect the Sanderson sisters. And they go off on an adventure again to try to stop them. You fill in the blanks from that, but I would enjoy that premise more than what we got. That way they can be villains. They're just they're just ruthless villains. They want to suck the lives out of little children's day. You have some nice comedy in there. They get in the hijinks, all that good stuff. You're not liking it. I <laughs> that's not a good that idea. That was one of the things that I enjoy because <clears throat> was them <clears throat> not being older and having kids of their own. Okay. But with your story, it reminded me of something. What happened to the book at the end of the first movie? It was just in the. It stayed in the shop. It was just in the in the. Just stayed in the shop. Yeah, it was just in the, sorry, the little hut or whatever. After they, because it was on the the table when they were brewing the potion, and they just left it there when they went to the graveyard and in the finale and all that stuff. It okay, so the, they didn't say no. Okay. Um, Actually, they, the movie ended with the book opening its eye. It's the last shot of the movie. Okay. Yeah. They could have had something like that to where, Danny or Max, take the book right for safekeeping. And then one of their kids finds it in the attic. There you go. And does a spell and it resurrects. Whatever. Kind of a thing. Something like that. So that, I think, could possibly work. I, I wouldn't want the adults. I don't I don't know. It, it, it's hard. I mean, God forbid you have actors like <clears throat> Omri Katz and Thora Birch who actually know what they're doing. <laughs> God forbid. The uh, Thora Birch could... Yeah, because I think she's like, uh, like Omri Katz. I don't think he's really been in anything since I don't he think was so. a kid. Well, neither was a uh, short round. Look what he did. Yeah, but he was took a, like he a was twenty year the break. Movie, he was still in the movie industry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I I'm I not th- saying it would be good. I would just enjoy that. <clears throat> story and I think more. a lot of people wanted that. Yeah. I think they wanted the younger characters to be adults now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's part of the reason why this movie's getting hate. Also because. Obviously, it's not going to live up to their expectations when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought I don't hate can, the movie. No, I know the. But apparently, there's 
a shit like I mean the reviews that people write it's like one star right. and I'm like calm the fuck down like there's there's very few movies that deserve one star yeah I've seen one of them and I had to turn it off 20 be? minutes the apple um, the apple yeah it's is this like an old movie it's like from the 70s it's <clears throat> wow you turned it off it's ugh. It's not good. Is it like a horror movie? No, I don't it's know the what dr- the fuck it is. <laughs> it's I like abstract. It it's like it's some weird. It, it's supposed to have like religious undertones, but it's like very disco. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with like this ten minute fucking montage of all these people going to this yeah. arena for a concert or something, and it's <clears throat> huh. It's just fucking weird. Um, sounds like a winner. Yeah, but. So there's very few movies that deserve one star, but you have all these people, oh, blah, 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 it's, oh, it's yeah. dog shit and everything. And I'm like, eh. there's some bad movies, but very few movies are dog shit. So, but I've that- seen way worse <clears throat> movies this year, <clears throat> to be fair. Yeah. And so I, I think that's, yeah, m- might be getting some more flack. Obviously, you're going to have a couple of trolls just one starring it because yeah. it didn't make them feel like they were 10 again. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, no, I did. I did. I didn't hate the movie. I just thought it could have been better. Yeah. Doing a couple little things. And I, I, thought, I just. I hate the fact that villains can't be villains anymore. I disagree with you. They they try to empathy. Why? I don't get it. I even thought, the fucking book. <laughs> why? I thought with what because Thora Birch I think had a scheduling conflict. She couldn't be a part of this. Okay. Um. Omri Katz, I don't even think he's acting or in the business anymore. Yeah. Um, the other chick, uh, Allison. Vanessa Shaw? Yeah, Vanessa Shaw. Last thing I think I saw her in was like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I saw her in uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights. Remember that movie with Josh Hartnett? Oh, was she in that? He, he stopped spanking it for 40, 40 Days and 40 Nights. Yeah. yeah, she plays the the girl that forced him to... Uh, okay, then that's the last thing that I saw her in. And there you go. Um, I think she, she's married to some like Italian... Like real estate mogul or something, so yeah, she yeah. doesn't need to act anymore. So, uh, I thought with what they had, <clears throat> like pretty much creating a new story from scratch, I thought I thought they did pretty well, and I, it could have turned out a lot worse. Mm, okay. And I think this was a, I think it was a decent outing. Okay, um, fair enough. One of my favorite my favorite shot in this movie, um, it was after they got out of the Ring of Salt. And they were talking to Captain Dumbass, the uh, boyfriend. I think oh, yeah, it was yeah. during that point. And they said something, but all of a sudden it was just like, you see the one of the witches come and snatch up, uh, whatever, who is that character? The Cassie. Snatches up Cassie and just like takes her off into the air. Yeah. that Those two quick shots and the way they were done, I dug that a lot. I was okay. like, ooh, that was kind of like, fucking spooky a little bit and i like that 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 was one thing because right. when i was watching it last night that that stood out to me um it didn't have a lot of spooky moments it didn't but the first one had a couple especially the scene where they they uh break into the house after they think they defeated him that whole sequence is kind of creepy with the music and stuff because my boys when that scene comes on they get a little especially when sarah jessica parker's under the covers mm-hmm. and she's like she yeah oh, it, that's you know, it's yeah, that's one thing this movie didn't have was little jump scares. Because, yeah, because yeah, Hocus Pocus they had when uh, when Danny jumps out of the closet to scare yeah, Max yeah. when he's making out with his pillow, and mm-hmm. then yeah, Sir yeah. Jessica Parker coming out of the uh, the bed, and then uh, but you had tiny jump scares like that, the cat jumping down yeah, yeah. when they're in the shop and stuff yeah. like that. So um, that I think is probably something yeah. that's missing. I feel like there wasn't many jump scares in this. 
And and I, again, I'll say this: Bette Midler, she was great. Mm-hmm. She still has it. She's still good. I'll give it yeah. to her. I like that music number they did. One way or another. Yeah. You a fan? You and jam then it they out in the, the shower? They had the little uh, thriller <laughs> dance sequence down the. That was another thing that I loved. Yeah. That that she. She mind controls them. Go find the mayor. And they're like, they're like, move a little faster. <laughs> and they're like, and then they finally find the mayor. And they're like, they close in on him. They're like, and then they touch him. And then they all snap out of him. They're like, the hell am I doing? Yeah. Does he say, am I in a flash kinda, mob? Oh, yeah. I've always wanted to be in a flash mob. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But as soon as they find the mayor, then they just snap, snap out, out of him. They're it. like, the hell happened? Yeah, what happened? And then they just go off, which is that's why. Yeah it wouldn't be news articles because the first movie, the whole town, all the adults in the town were under a spell. Once they got out of the spell, they didn't know what happened. Hmm. Same thing with the kids that were under hypnosis when they were being called. Uh, well, then you have your book idea that you were talking about. There you go. Yep. Eh, it could have been. Yeah. I'm telling you, maybe would have been a better idea. But That's what I would have pitched. I don't think this movie was dog shit like you do. So I'll just <laughs> I I said <laughs> that it met my expectations, Jay, all right? Can that not be enough? <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Uh I thought the visuals were good. Production they, they value were, you touched yes, on. It was. I liked them. Production values were great. It and it still kind of had that that feel, like the look. It still had Hook's Pocus look, but it was updated. Yeah. So I mean they you still had the muted colors in the uh, flashback, but yeah, I like the purples did, and the yellows. By the way, did they have arranged marriages back in colonial times? Oh, I'm sure they have arranged marriages now. Well, I'm sure they had arranged marriages. Well, I just wasn't sure. They, they've had them for I mean, centuries. I mean, it's not like they're royalty or anything. No, but <clears throat> I'm sure it was a thing. Oh. Didn't know. Yeah. Are there arranged marriages yeah. back then? Were you guys alive in the 1600s? <clears throat> Let us know. Yes, Write please. to our email. <laughs> yeah. Cast with no name. We could probably Google it, but that's just that's <laughs> yeah, just a lot of work. That's too much work. <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts on Hocus Pocus? Uh, I would recommend it just to watch Bed Midler. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'll say that. If you're gonna watch it for anything else, then don't watch it. But if you're if you're a Bet Midler fan, you'll like it. If you're a Hocus Pocus fan, I can't say that you'll like it. I can't say it, Jay. I think more people than not won't. They won't like it more than the first one. Oh, I don't think they will either. Yeah. And I don't like it more than the first one, but I think for what it had to do, I thought it was pretty good. Well, okay, I'll, I'll say this. You have to go in expecting it not to be better than the first one, and maybe you'll like it. Yeah. Which you should go into any movie <laughs> with very low expectations. Yeah. Because once you become a fan of something, that's the death yeah. sentence. That's... That's when you're just never happy. Yeah. Because you get things like The well, Last the, Jedi and right. and uh, Spectre. And <laughs> you really don't like Spectre? Fucking piece <laughs> of shit. That's a fucking one star. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's a one star <laughs> piece of shit. I still haven't seen No Time to Die. <clears throat> I don't want to get too much into this, but... Yeah, well, we can do a James well, Bond episode. We can, but yeah. uh, No Time to Die is... No Time to Die makes Spectre a better movie. Just like mm. a lot of people don't like Quantum of Solace, Casino Royale, and then immediately watching Quantum of Solace makes Quantum of Solace a better movie. You watch okay. Quantum of Solace by itself, 
sucks. You watch Spectre by itself, sucks. If you watch it with No Time to Die, back to back, it makes it a little, it a little bit, bit better. better. It still sucks, but it doesn't suck as hard. So it's kind of like a it's like, like a, an amateur suck. It's like a it's it's like a polished turd. Oh, it's still a turd, but it looks better. It's like a smoothed out turd. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't say polished, but it's okay. kind of like the the corn's taken out. It's kind of smoothed uh, over. Okay. Um, Ugh. But nasty. The uh, but yeah, no time die makes Spectre a l- more bearable. Mm. But Spectre did some unforgivable things. But. More on that at a later at a later podcast. Later podcast. Yeah. Okay. So you recommend it? I recommend it. I, I think it's fun. Is it as good as the first one? The production value is better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first one is more fun. Um, but I think for what they had to work with, and considering this was kind of created because Bette Midler figured out that there was a huge following for this movie and they I thought it was I thought it was decent okay you're being very nice I thought it was good you're a gentleman yeah you really are am I gonna watch it again (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I just don't think it has a rewatchability um I'm sure I'll watch it again when the girls get older um and they start getting into live action films and maybe my opinion will change if I knowing what to expect in the movie Mm mm-hmm We'll see if it lags in some places or if the pacing is off and right. stuff like that. So, but other than, I mean, the beginning portion kind of felt a little slow. Um, but as the movie progressed, I was like, okay, all right, I was starting to get more into it. And then, um, but yeah. Okay. So, it's all right. Fair enough. <laughs> Eight or. B minus. B minus? Yeah. Above average. I'll give it a C. Yeah. Average. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, join us next time. Yes. As we discuss House of the Dragon episodes six and seven. Comment on our episodes, write to our email if you want. If not, we don't give a fuck. Um, Oh, but we do. (laughs) We do. We (laughs) please. Cry. Every night. Every night. Whether you comment or not. so Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the tears come regardless. <laughs> tears are free. Yes. Um, but yeah, next episode, House of Dragon, episode six and seven. And then the episode after that, we will continue our Halloween themed. You will find out at the end of episode of the next episode. We'll That's right. We'll be talking about that. So. Yeah. All right. Well. Until uh, next time, Jay. Until next time, man. <laughs> Thank you.